Hello and welcome to the Empowered Wisdom Hour. It's Wednesday, July 29th, 2020, and I'm your host, Molly McCartney. For those who don't know me, I'm a spiritual life coach, intuitive medium, and energy therapist with over 20 years of experience on the path. My mission is to help empower your wisdom and spiritual gifts so you can find peace no matter what you are dealing with. I do this through private sessions in person and by phone all around the world. You can check out my website at mollymccartney.com or follow me at Empower Your Wisdom on Facebook and Instagram for more info. So I'm going to remind everyone again, just a little update. The live version of this show will now only be by invitation via email. So if you're listening to an archive and you want to join me live sometime, just go to mollymccartney.com slash podcast and sign up for updates at the bottom of the page and you'll get direct invitations once a month. And then I send out a couple of reminders before the show. So now let's get going. Today's show theme is remembering your purpose. And I chose this theme today because it's really, you're probably feeling it yourself, but the world was in a great amount of upheaval earlier this year. It's still in a great amount of upheaval, but it's kind of like a tidal wave. You know, you imagine this tidal wave um, after this earthquake happens under under the ocean and it rises up and the water just comes and tears apart everything that you thought was pretty stable. And it doesn't end there, right? So that once the tidal wave recedes, there's still some the damage to clean up. There's still um, waves after it sometimes. And that's kind of energetically what I'm feeling in the air right now when it comes to our society, when it comes to um, just the chaos in information wars and political upheaval and whether or not you're tuned into the news, as I always say, you're going to be feeling that on some level. So for those of you who do feel like you have a purpose here and you want to live on purpose, uh, this show is just a little reminder that you can. You don't have to completely be absorbed in everything that's going on. You don't have to be disempowered. Uh, you don't have to focus on it even. It's good to stay informed. But if you are living a life of purpose, whether it is to lead others or serve others or help others heal, um, it's really important to manage your focus. And so I'm going to question you tonight on, or whenever you're listening, wherever in the world, um, you know, what was your intention for your life and what was the guidance that you had uh, coming to you before COVID-19 struck the planet, you know, so to speak, you know, what was, where were you headed, whether it be on your spiritual path, your professional path, your relationship path, you know, what, what sort of dreams and intentions were you putting out there? Because chances are they're still, they're kind of on ice right now. And it's been hard to uh, really focus directly on them. But I would suggest start um, this week and maybe the next couple of weeks before the next show, just really start asking yourself, what was it? Where did I lose my true north? And what is my true north? Because we all have one. And perhaps um, some of you listening, you never asked that question. So maybe you don't really know what that is or where you were headed. But uh, you know, possibly the shutdowns and the changes on, in, on the planet and, and throughout the countries of the world have brought up, you know, a sense of purpose or brought up something that you have realized, oh, it's finally time to engage. It's finally time to um, bring that work to the world or bring that message or even uh, just change the way I'm living my own life. Uh, sometimes, uh, all the time, that's where you start. But um, there are times and lifetimes where it's not about um, serving on a broader scale or doing anything remarkable um, on paper. It's really about the changes that are going on inside of you and the healing that is happening. So you may be doing ancestral healing and changing the patterns of your family and the way that everyone's kind of living on autopilot. Maybe there's some things that have come up for you and some realizations, oh, I need to change that because I don't want to carry on that negative pattern. And perhaps you were living um, while sleepwalking and you're tired of doing that in your relationships or your work life. And so now it seems like a hard time to live on purpose. If you look at it, like as I say on paper, if you look at the description of the way reality is right now, our shared reality, it might um, be hard. And you might say, well, I'm going to put, leave all that on pause and just kind of focus on this over here. And, and what I'm here to remind you tonight is that's fine. It's fine to put 
some things on a simmer, but make sure you don't put them away. You know, if, if life is this creative process and it's kind of like cooking a beautiful recipe and maybe you're you're trying to live up to someone else's recipe, which usually doesn't work very well, or you're creating your own, um, or you're, you know, you can also say the analogy is like creating a beautiful work of art. Um, well, in all of that, those processes, you don't always know what the end point is going to be. You just follow your intuition, you follow the feeling, and you follow that creative impulse to get there. And there's learning involved, and sometimes there are mistakes. But the key is, again, don't ever put away that sense of purpose, because when you lose that, you lose your, you know, sometimes your will to live. Some people need that so much. Um, or you just, again, go into sleepwalking mode, you go into numbing, um, and numbing doesn't last for long. I don't, I would never blame anybody who numbs out um, while they're dealing with trauma or dealing with um, difficult suffering or any kind of grief or just in general, but when it becomes a way of life and that's how you deal with day-to-day -day life, usually there is some some healing in the background that needs to go on, but also it's just really no way to live because you can't be fully alive if you're numb. So that is that is just your friendly reminder from your friendly spiritual life coach to keep your spiritual purpose in your view. If you can't be working on it directly, keep it on a simmer. Visit it. Write, you know, write in your journal about it, meditate about it, take classes on it. Keep keep it on top of your your um, consciousness because it will serve you. And so the next thing I wanted to talk about um, when it comes to purpose, as I said, um, you know, this is kind of a, a bigger topic because when people come to me and, and luckily I don't really get this question anymore. I always say it's such a huge question for one session. It's really a lifetime question that we should always be living in if we want to be on the path and be awake on the path. But some people would come to me in my past and say, you know, what's my life purpose? And I'm like, well, <laughs> you know, it's not always your job. It's not always um, your kids. It's not always, you know, your, you know, your life mate or your, um, your twin flame or, or whatever. It's, it's not always these kind of easily categorizable things that, that are talked about a lot in the metaphysical, spiritual, new age kind of world. Um, sometimes the purpose is just feeling awake and alive and on purpose. And the first step to finding it is to get present. So if you can find your sense of presence and who you really are beyond your thoughts, beyond your fears, beyond your reactions that come from past situations and past patterns, you now have a clean canvas, a clear slate, and you can start putting your intentions on that. So living in purpose is more about living on purpose, in, in my opinion, in my feeling, in my experience. And to say, I'm going to put my intention out there and I'm going to go with the flow because if there is a sacred contract or a soul contract for you to do, be, and have or ha meet certain people in this lifetime, there's cer those certainly exist, um, you're going to do that. That's a destiny. You're going to do that no matter what. But the in-between points are the places where most people have the most trouble with life because there is no big change happening. There is no big shift um, there, there's no destination. You're not, you're not kind of consciously going towards or away something. You're just in that neutrality in the middle. And that's where you can start getting more specific about how you want that next big change to look or, you know, how you want to feel to me. I'm a cancer. I'm, you know, I'm a very spiritual person. I'm also a very intellectual person, but to me, feeling in my experience of life is way more important than any specific goal or thing that I think I want. Because I know when I look back at my memories, I remember, um, I have a very visual memory that's connected to emotion and, and sensual memory. So like, oh, that, that vacation, you know, I'll remember the one where everyone was getting along great. There was beautiful sunsets and lovely experiences, simple yet lovely, beautiful food, you know, things like that. And, and especially the key word, the key part is everyone was getting along. There was great energy amongst everybody. And that paints the whole picture. You know, there could be this exact same memory where 
nobody's happy, no one's talking to each other, there's lots of drama. And, you know, that's something I'd want to purge from my memory. I wouldn't even want to think about it anymore. But a beautiful life is built of memories you enjoy looking back on, if you think about it. Uh, some say, I think like an 80-year-old woman in a 40-year-old woman's body, and that may be true. But I really, truly feel like I know this on a certain level. When I'm on my deathbed, when I'm about to cross over, I want to look back on a life where I felt like I set some intentions, I did what I came here to do, and I lived gently and gracefully, and I responded to life, but I didn't force or try to force things all the time, because Lord knows when I try to force things, it does not work. So um, so I'll just offer you that as a reminder. Um, when you're thinking about making a big decision, going into something or not, I always suggest that my clients or anybody I'm talking to really put yourself in that position, even if you have to go into silent meditation to get there. And I made some of my biggest decisions in the past decade this way by saying, you know, imagining myself sick or just dying, you know, it could be a short, you know, hopefully it'll be short. I don't know. <laughs> um, but, you know, I think about that and I, I'm looking back, I'm reviewing my life, or maybe it's in between when I'm on the other side, I'm reviewing my life. And I say, am I going to regret doing or not doing that thing at that point? And if the answer is yes, or, you know, depending on how I phrase the question, if it's a positive response, like I, I don't want to regret not having that experience, or I want to um, know that I had the courage to do that, or at least I tried, even if I failed, I tried. Um, you know, sometimes big, big questions like, should I leave my job and start a business? Um, should I um, work in the spiritual field? Should I um, go deeper into my intuition and really find out what I really want in life? You know, these kind of bigger questions. Um, should I should I allow myself to fall in love with this person or should I leave this other person? You know, big questions. But they also, you can also start thinking about your smaller questions and your smaller decisions. Once you start working with the big questions that way, you start realizing, well, why should I fill my life with a bunch of neutral moments that I don't want to, that I don't embrace? And so that's where you fill in with the little purposes, the little things. So be thinking about that. Even if you can't get to the big picture, like you have a big goal or you a soul goal, as I'd call it, where your soul says, I want you to do that, be that, have that. And you say, well, I'm going to work on it, but it might take a while. Then in the middle, you can't force it or drive it faster than it's going to happen. Time is, is, is definitely a construct we have to obey. And space and everything that happens, as we see with COVID-19, um, a lot of dreams have been shaken up by this, but a lot of dreams have been birthed by it too. So, you know, this is the way life gets interrupted. And this happened to happen, happened to happen on a global scale, but it happens on an individual scale often. And so when the earthquakes happen, when the tidal waves happen, what's left after? Is that sense of purpose and soul goal still there? Well, if it is, then why waste any time, you know, kind of focusing too much on things that you have a choice about, you know, and I'm not talking about when you have responsibility to people in your life. And sometimes it's not the most fun. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about in your free time, are you binging on uh, news and social media that drags you down? Or are you exploring your creative side? Are you cooking healthy food for yourself or kind of skimping out and being lazy and eating crappy stuff that makes you sick? Are you, you know, and I'm speaking as a recovering junk food addict, so, you know, no judgment. But are you filling those in-between moments, the carry, the chop wood, carry water moments, as they would call in Buddha, they would call it in Buddhism, with fulfilling emotions and experiences, or with just waiting for the next big thing to happen? So that's living with purpose, and it it applies to the bigger ones as much as it does the smaller ones. The only difference is the grandioseness or the size. Uh, the you know relative size of the choice. So your true north, I mentioned that term earlier, and I'm sure a lot of you, if not everyone has heard that, um, is that symbolic phrase for that direction you must go in. And that's another way to know that you're living on purpose when you know that things may be difficult or challenging, but you're on the right track. 
And it's just a knowing and only you can know that for yourself. And perhaps an intuitive or spiritual coach can help clarify that or verify it for you. But really no one can tell you, you know, outside of yourself, this is, this is right for me. Yes. And the yes may change, especially certain, certain astrological signs, certain people have very changeable yeses. And with them, I would, I would definitely, um, caution them to, to make sure they're not listening to the, the mind that gets tricky and um, sabotaging. But when it's a soul, yes, it's that feeling from inside that no matter what you have to give up or go through to get there, you know, it's the right thing to do. Um, and it's, it should be an expansive feeling. It shouldn't be a, a sense of burden. And oh, God, I really don't want to do that. You know, that that's, that's usually where your spirit has left the building and or you're going through a karmic lesson and you the lesson always if you ask me is to become conscious of the karmic unconscious pattern and choose differently this time even if it's hard and so that's one thing so the true north is is definitely a soul calling follow that expansive feeling that inner yes and um, remember your intentions even when things get shaken up so today i thought it would be fun um we do have a few people in the studio. If you would like a reading, you can type that in the chat or give me a call. Um, there should be a, a way to call right up on the uh, Podbean app. If not, I'm going to do a group reading for everybody. And once I start the group reading, if you decide you want to call in, that's fine. Just wait till I'm almost done with that reading or else you might be hanging on there a little bit too long. So because my guides also... Ooh, Sorry, throwing things off my desk. Um, my guides advised me when they gave me the theme for this show that there are a lot of light workers, healers, uh, sensitives, um, empaths out there during all of this stuff with COVID-19 and the political unrest that's happening. A lot of us are in this place now. We, we kind of, I like to look at it like a, a beehive. We're all getting the same little messages from the divine, <laughs> from the, the light source, you know. We get our little messages and they come from within ourselves. Um, and there are um, often group messages. That's why um, so many light workers, um, and I'm just using that to encompass all spiritual sensitives, um, you know, people who want to make a difference with their spiritual gifts and those who are just, very sensitive and dealing with the world around them with that. So you could be a frequency holder that's just sharing your light in a kind of ordinary way and you don't want to be in the spotlight or be in a job where you do that all the time. It's very much still valid light work. So all of us out there on our different posts, so to speak, are feeling this. All right. So now that it's all been shaken up, we got a nice break. <laughs> if you had to stay home, you know, most of us are introverts or, or very happy being kind of in the slower pace, but now it's time to get back into the world and people are moving and things are shifting again. And while it's still very present, it's also like, okay, let's mobilize. And what does that mean by mobilize? I don't mean, you know, anything but energetically is mobilize your energy and start remembering your purpose as a spiritual sensitive, as a light worker, as a healer, you know, remember who you are, don't let the events of the world eclipse that. And so I figured that probably several of us have some obstacles we're working through. And I'm asking today for some guidance for everyone who is seeking it. And just just some inspiration to get you back on your path, to get you out of the doubts and out of the, um, the clouds that may be eclipsing what's true for you. So I'm going to shuffle for just a second. All right. And I'm using the mystical shaman deck as usual. Um, I may or may not be working on my own deck, but until then, <laughs> this is my favorite. So the mystical shaman oracle by Colette Baron reed Alberto Viodo, and Maria Lobos. And wouldn't you know it, I pulled the mystical shaman as our first card. Of course, of course, of course. So um, if you think of the world as a, a humongous tribe, you know, we're all one, one uh, species, the human species. 
and we're all one big tribe. And while there's still division, there's still a lot of cultural difference amongst us. And um, we're working very hard to integrate. Some are, are resistant, of course, but there are a lot of, a lot of us that are really looking forward to integration and more peace on the planet. So with that, there is a global tribe, if you think about it that way. Some would call it the tribe of the rainbow. Um, to me, it also includes those who may be resistant or don't see themselves in that particular global tribe, but it's, it's those who are just still going to be affected by the gifts and stories that are brought by those who are more connected to the divine, more consciously connected and awakened to their spiritual self. I always say everyone has a spiritual self and everyone has the, the potential to awaken but not everyone chooses to, or it may not be their purpose and there may be a soul contract and why they don't. So those people too are part of the tribe. There's not like, oh, there's those guys over there and then these guys over here, you know, this group and that group. We That's duality and our minds make that up. But as spirits and souls, we come as one big tribe. And so that's a roundabout explanation for a smaller point that I was going to make that those of us who are here to help and to help shift the consciousness of humankind are like the shaman in the olden tribes, in the indigenous tribes. So we are not shamans. That is, that literally means, um, you know, indigenous healer. Um, so if you're not an indigenous healer, you're not a shaman. But um, as an archetype, you can take on the mantle of not only um, spirit shifter, but story shifter. And that's really the mystical shaman of this deck. It talks about how we it's it's important to change the story if it's a disempowering story or if the patterns of the past still have a hold on you. If you do not take it by the horns and change the story, it's just going to stay a, a, an obstacle right in your face all the time. So whether your spiritual business got um, put to the side or your spiritual work in general has had to take a side note because you, you've you been working a lot or you've been having to look for work again or you're homeschooling your kids. Just remember, it's still there. And it was a great pause, as I, as I called it many, many shows ago. And now the world is push play again. So we're moving forward, however slowly. And it's important to whatever story you've made up about losing your footing, change it. You know, change it to something more empowering. Put yourself in an archetypal, imagine, imaginative role where you can change the plot. You can switch it with your intentions. That's what it's all about. When you switch it with your intentions and stay connected to a sense of purpose and, and divine connection and trust a higher power, whether that be God, great spirit, source, universe, whatever you call it, I don't care. But you have to be connected to that and have the faith and then you get the guidance to live that purpose. Um, the key here is the lower world also comes in to cross that. So the lower world is about those unconscious karmic patterns and the subconscious. And the subconscious is extremely powerful. We don't know that um, because we don't, we're not conscious of it most of the time. But it's the whole big world of the meaning we make about life. A lot of our files that were taught to us as children or taught to us by society. Um, there's also um, unconscious biases and there's um, beliefs and, and archetypal stories from past lives. I mean, it's just a, a huge pool of, of all kinds of stuff. It's basically our, our server or storage server, it just like holds stuff. And when we need it, we call it up and, and blah, blah, blah. Um, the interesting thing about that is if we let it rule our conscious thoughts and we don't question them and we don't change the story when it's necessary, we can start to believe that we're in a spiral of victimhood and things are just happening to us or the same problems that we had before still happening because everyone's just problematic around us and we got to get away from all these negative people. And while that may be true, the first place to start is with yourself and see what kind of stories am I telling? What is the story? Um, for me, for example, you know, I like to share my my past and telling myself a little bit. I used to live in that victim archetype. Let me tell you, I was constantly feeling victimized by the world. And wouldn't you know it, every, every relationship I had, there was betrayal, there was um, abandonment, there was um, 
all kinds of stuff. And I didn't, you know, get the certain things that I wanted that I thought would make me happy. I lived a, a life that the story was deprivation and not being uh, cared for by people around me and things like that. Um, not necessarily family, but in, in my social world. And I had to learn that I was making up that story. And because I was making it up, because of things that happened, bullying and other things that happened when I was younger, I kept looking for it again. And I kept reliving my grief and reliving trauma, reliving abuse, relive, and, and I would call it to me because that is something that humans do. We, we notice um, when something remarkable happens and then we start looking for patterns. It's just part of our nature. So if you find yourself in that victimhood make sure that you question it. Make sure you see, what, well, what am I saying about who I am here? If I'm calling everybody around me, you know, totally negative and totally dark, like, you know, well, if that's been going on for 15 years, what is, what are, what story are you telling yourself? What part are you playing in this story? And chances are with a lot of sensitives, you're actually meant to bring some light to the situation. You may be the wisest one you know, and if you hide those gifts and you don't share them to help others, um, you know, it just, everyone stays in the dark. And it's very frustrating for you too, because you're waiting for someone to show up for you. But Spirit's saying, but you've got to show up for you and some other people too. And that's a hard thing because it calls you into your spiritual maturity. And some of, you know, I, I, you know, most of my clients and students kind of laugh when I say, yeah, yeah, you've got to be the big one. Of course, you know. You can't, once you're more conscious of what's happening, you can't expect the other person or the world to get it, um, you know, if you're not sharing your light. So, so going into the lower world to change that story, very important right now. We're also coming out of the serpent, which is letting go of an old identity. And that's pretty obvious. And the vision quest gets turned on its head with this. So when everything shut down, I know for me, I, I got a new office this year. I, you know, I'd already had my business full time, but it was, I was taking some new steps. And luckily I didn't flinch when the shutdowns happened. I said, we're going to, we're going to make it work anyway. This is what I was guided to do. And for the, probably the first time there's always a, you know, in the past, there's always been a little bit of doubt, but I said, no, no, that was that was divinely guided. I did that. And so I'm going to keep going. And I let go of the part of myself that would fall right into worry and despair. And let's see what, what alternatives I need to explore. And so whatever um, the shutdowns or the COVID-19 shift happened, you know, whatever it brought to your life in the spring, you've, chances are you've let go of a, of a disempowering part of yourself. And if it's not disempowering and you thought it was powerful, go back and look, was it really, really powerful? Or was it what you thought you wanted? Because the vision quest getting turned on its head means new instructions are coming, light worker, new guidance, new direction, you're being fine tuned and re um, assigned to new things. And I'm seeing that with a lot of people I've been talking to lately. And you're moving into not only helping the generations heal, with the choices you make at this time and, and where you choose to put your energy and your money and your votes and everything else. Uh, but also really embrace yourself as an earth keeper, as uh, a being that's here to, to watch over others and help others, you know, flourish, help others be better. You're here for the group and the whole and what you love to do is likely related to that in some way, shape or form is giving back to others. But the key is you have to make sure that you're getting something out of it in return or you will deplete yourself. And that feels like um, it's an important part of this awakening process. And so when it comes to healing ancestral wounds and generational wounds, obviously in America, we are definitely doing a lot of that um, when it comes to the social movements that are in everyone's face as they should be. And it's, they're rising up louder than ever before. There's gotta be some action taken. There's a lot of clashing of, of powers and arguments and blah, blah, blah. And this is, this is what happens, but there's bound to be some harmony that is struck through it all. So what, what part will you play in striking the harmony? And like I said, it could be in your personal life, in your own home, with your family, at your job, you don't have to be a healer or a reader or a spiritual coach or 
or an author, you don't have to do anything huge to be a light worker. It's just, it starts where you are. And if you imagine that beehive uh, metaphor I was talking about, there's just millions of us, maybe billions all around, probably millions. <laughs> there's, there's a, a there's a percentage of, of people who are on this wavelength and really came here to not only ignite their own light, but help others. And a lot of times we don't meet each other face to face because we're assigned to different spots on the planet. But when we meet, it's like, oh yeah, you're familiar. So with that, that web that I'm talking about and that that little beehive or that big beehive, um, that is where we're here on that mission. And it doesn't mean that you have to suffer through it. So again, follow your yes, follow your expansive feeling. Um, that is likely to be the thing that fills you up so that you can give back. So there's no need to suffer and sacrifice over this. You're wired to do certain things and follow that. Um, the environment is the smoky mirror and the seer. So that's interesting. The smoky mirror is all about being okay with uncertainty. Um, and the seer is all about intuition. So the thing is, especially this year, and probably I'm feeling a lot in this year, but probably the next couple of years, some still foggy, foggy, foggy stuff. Um, media is, you know, it's just, it's full of differing information. It's full of new things all the time. And with the birth of social media, where people could post videos in a second, and uh, news media outlets could do the same. There was not a lot of vetting of information. It's like we get we get to hear the thought process of the news instead of like, oh, we've gathered these stories and now here's the stories. And we, we moved at a slower pace, you know, back in the 80s and 90s. Now it's just like, boom, 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 boom. Everything happens. You can hear it all. So if you imagine paying attention to your own thoughts at that level of attention, how crazy would you feel? <laughs> I know I'd feel pretty crazy. So the key is to sink that energy down into your heart space and into your inner yes and your in expansive energy and get it out of your head um, because there is going to be a lot of uncertainty. And the key is life is always uncertain. And if you can learn to ride that uncertainty, kind of surf it like a wave and still find things to enjoy and be grateful for, you've got wisdom under your belt. And when you, when you get old to me, there's just so much value in being a wise, wiser old person. You know, there's like, that's, that's where we're going. We're all going there. We can't deny it. We can't back it up. People try, but they still can't. We are mortal. And, and there are, we, we come from spirit. We will return to spirit. And the key is, you know, in between, this is a beautiful ride. It is what we make it, but it's, it is, it's just very uncertain and we can't control any of it. So make sure you're following that inner yes instead of what you're seeing on the screen and what you're hearing in your earbuds, you know? And, and if it's disempowering or confusing, just set it down, check, check in with your own spirit and move forward. And, and usually, like I said, in a couple of shows so far, it, it works out. After a few weeks, confusing stories seem to work themselves out or they go, uh, they go dark and you don't hear about them anymore. It's just, you know, it, it make you crazy if you pay attention to too much. So get comfortable with the, with the crazy, you know, and you can say, not my circus, not my monkeys, if that, if that works for you. Um, and it's just, yeah, it's just nuts. So um, the obstacle is the blade. And that is about truth. That's about speaking your truth. So light workers out there, um, you may be challenged to come out of your spiritual closet right now to not hide away who you are. If you're already out there, you may be challenged to take it to the next level. I know I have. You'll notice my social media has become a bit bolder. These shows becoming a bit bolder and more regular. Um, I've been asked to step up more. And it's only for those who are drawn to the message and who benefit from the message. But it is for you that I'm stepping up because if I... If I hide my light away and I've got something that will help empower you, what good is that doing for anybody? You know, so I've got to be courageous and just put it out there. So the blade is about, you know, really knowing and also knowing what is for you and what's not for you. And I've got the Pachamama card on top of that. Pachamama is, um, is a, 
I believe it's Quechua, but it's it's from South America, the term from uh, for Mother Earth. And the Mother Earth in this tradition and in this story, Pachamama, she is an emotional Mother Earth. And she's not the happy, glowing little, you know, Mother Earth holding all the animals. It's She's actually burning the forest down and she's sad about it. So this Mother Earth is a powerful creator, but she's also a destroyer. And she understands the need sometimes to let things go, to let them burn, to destroy them. Because with, with death, with passage comes new life. You can't have a beautiful glowing forest without a few fires, without a few burns. There's an ecosystem that's created around that. So get comfortable with this idea of society sort of burning in a weird way right now um, from what we can see on media. I, I, probably if you're interacting with people normally, for the most part, if you're listening to the show, I would guess you're having pretty decent interactions with people. But if you really zoom into the collective, it's going to feel nuts. And so there is a lot that's burning down and moving away. And the key is to see it as valuable. And that's part of changing the story, as I mentioned earlier. It's not, um, it's not that things are so terrible and sad and upsetting. It's that this is necessary. Change is messy. And it's necessary for progress and growth. So that's the biggest obstacle. If, and that makes sense to me. Because if you're, if you're a light worker, a healer, a helper, any of those things... All you want is to bring more light and joy and healing to the planet. It's your it's your directive. So to see things falling apart, and I know I will admit, you know, because I'm I'm transparent. I do have those moments, as positive as I can be, as tapped into wisdom as I can be. I have those moments, and I'm like, what's the point? <laughs> and then I pick myself up and I go, you know what the point is? Like like let's get going. Come on, get back to work because I can't sit there and wallow in my disappointment. My disappointment is very selfish because I want to see a happier world. You know, and I thought in the 90s it had gotten as bad as it could get or you know, at 9/11, like, oh that this is the turnaround. This is where it all turns around. Nope. And so the key is to accept that humans must learn what they're learning and all you can do is help where you're asked, where people are open to it. And then you you put that fertilizer in. You help people where where you can from where you are, and make sure you turn it up a notch and don't hide your light anymore because the world needs it. Okay, so that's your obstacle. So now we're on the down slope of the reading, and the uh, hopes and fears are standstill, which is all about connection, but also presence, the power of presence and meditation, and the time master, which is he's all about patience and time, letting things take time. You know, um, some say time heals all wounds. Um, that's That may or may not be true. Sometimes we need to work on things too. But it is true that all things change with time and change is the only constant. And when you get really clear about that, there is a freedom and a liberation and really getting that. Like this is not going to last forever. It's temporary. To be honest, when, when COVID-19 first shut down the planet back in, I guess it was March, April, for us, I, I started mid-March into April and May, but I thought, well, it's temporary. And and some of us, myself included, needed to catch up on some things. And yes, I was a little concerned about work. I was I was grateful that things didn't change too much. I, I was industrious and did some other things, but I thought this is, I, we can, we've been through hard times before, you know, things have been difficult or slow. We can do this too. And that got me through the whole entire process. So if you're currently going through a similar process, I just want to offer that to you. Or if you're worried about the future, just keep keep telling yourself and remembering change is the only constant. This is only temporary. And that's true every single moment. It's universally true all the time. <laughs> like this is temporary, this particular moment. And there's only now, and then there's now, and there's another now and a now. It keeps changing. So just don't get stuck too much on the facts, figures, and making sense of everything because you will drive yourself nuts. Your place as a light worker, sensitive healer, intuitive, spiritual coach, or just a frequency holder out there in the world, making the world a better place from your job and in your family, your job is to be comfortable with that and to show people it's going to be okay and to show people that faith is is the way. So 
being being an example. I do believe stand still is also about being an example. And it's it's also on its shadow side, meaning it's a little bit about feeling stuck or feeling like you can't move or you're not allowed to. So make sure you watch any attitudes or feelings that, oh my God, you know, universe or God or, you know, spirit has kept me in this place and I was I really wanted to move ahead. I call that spiritual urgency. And that can be a real pain in the butt if you're feeling the spiritual urgency, like I've been given this vision and I have to do this thing, but everything is in my way. Remember, you've been given the spiritual vision to create it as you go along and create it in your life. And, and creating anything takes time. Nothing is created in a vacuum. So um, things must take time and know that it's coming, even if it seems very far away. And if it's not right in your face to be worked on, like I said earlier, you may need to let it simmer on the back burner and work on the healing or the financial stability or the unhealed wounds or the um, breakdown in relationship. You know, there's all these these factors that may need to be worked on before you can really get on to your, your sense of spiritual work purpose or whatever spiritual purpose it is, or creative purpose, um, and just get into the feeling of it as much as possible, and let it go, and know that you're welcoming the change. I give most things six months to start shifting, and and when I set an intention, you know, some things can be shorter, but you know, if you're growing a garden, you're going to give it at least a few months to for everything to take root and grow and, and to give you fruit and vegetables and things like that. It's going to take some time. So make sure that if you set intentions for shift in any of these, in any of your life areas, including your purpose, that you give it, you know, at least six months before you start judging it a waste of time. And I guarantee if you true, if it truly is for you and it's a soul calling, it will remain and you will see some results within that six months to encourage you to keep going. So what is to be done here? I get the wild woman and I get thunder. They are both reversed, which means that sense of freedom that you want and being set free to be who you are and do what you need to do in all the areas of your life are very much there, but it comes with a sense of editing and it comes with a sense of being speaking your truth, but don't uh, don't worry about changing anyone's mind. Be wild on your own. Be free on your own. You don't have to bring everyone with you. You don't have to preach it out or change anybody's mind. And, and goodness knows, you know, especially if it's on social media, people are yelling too loud anyway. No one's going to hear it. So just take your piece and share it with those who are open, and make sure not to make undue drama in your head. That's what the thunder card reversed means. Um, it's about, you know, life is dramatic enough. Why make up stories that make it worse? And and allow the real opportunities to come in and respond to that, but don't don't make that up in your head. So, and at the very end here, the outcome, we have the journey and the rattle. And in this deck, the journey is, is about an invitation. And it's about um, this, there's been a theme here and see, I started the show. I didn't really know what this part of the message was going to be. And that's how intuition works. It keeps coming up again to be patient with your goals and dreams and your sense of purpose to let time take its course to entertain yourself literally in the meantime, make sure you're uplifted and you're taking good care of your body, mind and spirit, and you're having some fun. Um, and don't always take it so very seriously. So don't get down on yourself in the world about it. Just keep it as your beacon and it will stay there and it will, it will pull you forth. And if you are not making physical progress or things aren't changing as fast as you like in the physical reality, start to really look inside and notice the changes that are happening in there. And again, to me, the changes I made internally were far more impactful on my view of life than anything that's happened outside of me. Well, a couple of things that happened outside of me were just as impactful, but you know, things I thought were going to do it on the physical plane. No, it was always how I shifted my consciousness and the things I was able to let go of and work through. So that's what the journey is about. Internal, 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 especially if you're young, you know, when I say young, I mean, you know, for me, I was a young intuitive in my twenties and thirties. If you're in your twenties and thirties, you are being conditioned for your forties and fifties. So don't worry about being there yet. Enjoy the ride. Keep developing. Keep reaching out for mentorship and help. Um, if you're 
my age or older, that's 40s and above, um, usually it's either finally coming into your calling and being open about it and or uh, changing your relationships and, and allowing a life that's more in line with who you really are. So um, so just enjoy that and whatever's going on. And some, some people are still trying to start businesses and they do very well. Um, I think Louise Hay, the founder of Hay House, founded her publishing company at 60 years old. So it's never too late. And then she met, uh, I think her partner, she was single for a very long time at, in her 80s. So she's, a, she's an example of the fact that life is constantly changing and you're constantly creating if you look at it that way. So just a little, whoever needs to hear that, that's for you. Um, and the rattle is the other outcome here. And that's allow yourself to be used as a spiritual tool in this, in this world. And that means, again, that's about managing your egoic expectations as a human being um, because your spiritual self in this human body can get really frustrated because it knows why it came here. Like some of you are like, I know what my purpose is. I just can't seem to get it to, to move forward. Or I just, you know, I'm just so frustrated. And the key is our egos, which is mind, our thoughts and our fears, which is our sense of trying to protect ourselves or stay in the comfort zone will really get in the way of us feeling the freedom and the expansion that spirit wants to feel and the growth. And at the soul level, which is a little different than spirit, soul is a more personal storyline through your lifetimes. It has things to learn too. So you got you got a few different departments going on that you have to focus on. And while the spiritual aspect, when it's when it's open and blooming and wonderful, it's really where a lot of us prefer to be, but you also have a human life to tend to. So make sure you don't uh, fuss and fight and know that you will be called to your position, to your your place in the world, and you'll be doing the things you need to do when it's time. So keep the faith. And if, if you can do anything in the meantime that reminds you of that vision, do it. Get into the feeling of it. And so you can know I'm on my way. To me, that's, you know, you can start a blog, you can do, um, you can get certified and do readings or spiritual coaching on the side. You can, there's so many things you can do while you're still tending to your physical world. And that is that for now. So again, I've, I've managed to talk for almost an hour. I hope you guys are still awake. <laughs> I hear good feedback from the show. So I thank, I thank my listeners so much. I love to do this show and I love to know that, that you're getting a lot out of it. So um, I will be putting you to sleep in a moment though, for real, um, because we're going to do a meditation. And um, this one came straight from spirit. It was, it came to me very quickly and I thought, well, we're going to talk about purpose, right? We're going to go in and discover purpose. Nope. Um, what we're going to do tonight is relax your physical system and, and look and see where any of those uh, obstacles of tension and stress are, are stuck where they don't need to be. And we're going to release those and open you up so that you can sense that purpose either tonight or in the days to come. So I'm going to start my meditation music here. If you want to take a moment, sorry if I'm making too much noise, um, but take a moment to sit comfortably in your chair, sit back, relax your arms and hands, or you can lay down with a pillow. That's a good way to do it. And just allow yourself to come into relaxation. And close your eyes unless you're driving. You can enjoy the meditation, but definitely stay alert. But if you can and it's safe, please close your eyes as you sit comfortably in your chair or lie down on your back. Take another nice deep breath as you come into your presence leaving your concerns outside the room. Start to notice sounds around you, the sound of the music and my voice 
any other sounds in your specific space. Start to notice visions. Perhaps you see light behind your eyelids or shadows. Perhaps you're seeing colors come in your third eye or visions like a dream. And now start to notice sensations in your body. And take a deep breath as we look closer at the sensations in your body. You can feel the weight of your body wherever it's sitting or lying down. You can notice the sensations of the air on your skin. And start to notice the sensations of your own energy field as it is attached to your own body. Does it feel calm and serene or frazzled and unfocused? Just notice how it looks, feels, sounds. Taking another deep breath, scan your body for any tension or discomfort. Your breathing becoming like the waves of the ocean Send your intentions for clarity and peace to any space that has tension or stress. Now scan your body once more for tension stress or discomfort, take a deep breath, sending your intention for calm to that place. Join the expansion in that space. Scan one more time to see if that tension has moved anywhere else in your body. And with one more deep breath, send your intentions for calm, peace, strength, and presence to that space. And now, following my guidance, scan your body ever so slowly once again, starting at your feet. Breathe gratitude into your feet. As your awareness rises up through your legs, breathe peace into your bones and muscles. Become aware of your sit bones, your pelvis, your stomach, and lower back. Send gratitude and flow to each and every tissue, blood vessel, and joint. Let this sense of flow rise into your waist, chest, upper back, and shoulders. 
peace and warmth fill up each organ and nerve, sending signals to every part of you. You are perfect just as you are and where you are. Allow this feeling to move up into your neck, face, and head, sending gratitude to your eyes, nose, mouth, and brain for working so hard for you each and every second of the day. Allow this flow to move further up now, relaxing your crown chakra at the top of your head and allowing divine guidance to enter. Feel a sense of purpose enter you now. Even if you can't tell what it is, know that you will in time. Allowing a sense of direction to settle into your subconscious, to be revealed to you at the perfect time. Feeling at peace now and knowing it is when we are at peace, when we can connect with our spiritual truth. Bring this purposeful and peaceful state with you as you follow the sound of my voice as I count from one to three. One, feeling calm and aware. Two, trusting the process. Three, when you're ready, open your eyes and come back to your physical space. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the Empowered Wisdom Hour. Again, this has been Molly McCartney. I'm a spiritual life coach, intuitive medium, and energy therapist with over 20 years of experience. My mission is to help empower your wisdom and spiritual gifts so you can find peace no matter what you are dealing with. I do this through private readings and coaching sessions in person and by phone all around the world. You can check out my website at mollymccartney.com. I'd love to work with you if you feel drawn to my offerings, so please sign up for a free wisdom discovery session on my website booking page if you have any questions on how to get started. Don't forget to sign up for updates on the podcast page to get direct invitations to join the live stream as well. And you can follow me at Empower Your Wisdom on Facebook and Instagram for daily inspiration and encouragement. Finally, if you enjoy this show and you're just happy to stay a listener, I invite you to become a patron with a pledge of as little as $5 per month. Visit my Podbean homepage and click the link on the upper right-hand side to keep the wisdom flowing. Every little bit helps. For now, may you stay well and at peace. Till next time we meet.